everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. I'm already laughing. I have Casey on today. Finally, Hello. <laughs> I feel I'm like back. I feel like I have been, been telling. I know I've been telling you guys for so long that I was gonna have him on an episode, and I asked you guys questions. You guys, I think it was January, if not, no, December 7th. She just brought this up to me yesterday, so the communication in this relationship is strong. And it's fine, guys. We uh, leave at 2.30 in the morning yeah. on a flight, so uh, we are just rolling in hot, but that's fine. So these are, or today's episode is just a Q&A with Casey based on questions you guys have asked, again, December 7th, so I apologize if you are no longer interested in these topics. I know. Um, Lots of questions about kiddos and if we're going to have another kiddo. And if you've been listening, we are (laughs) 20 weeks pregnant. So, yes, we're having another kiddo. Um, And just to kind of get the kiddo topics right away, uh, lots of people asking if we are going to have another kid, which we are pregnant, and at the time we are not, are we finding out the gender? No. Yes. We're gonna wait till till baby pops and see what they turn out to be. <laughs> yeah. He or she. You know? So we have decided to uh, not find out the gender again. My it's not, killing our parents and friends. It is killing our parents I and think friends. We're torturing them. Yeah. But I, I love it. I think it's. I mean, I don't love that I'm tortured. We're torturing them, <laughs> but I, I just love the surprise and the buildup. I mean, obviously, healthy baby, but yeah, just we don't know. But like you said with Caden, you liked that it like brought you into the pregnancy yeah. because I'm the one carrying the baby the whole mm-hmm. time. Just um, need to think of a nickname for this one. I know because we like. I just don't like saying "Hey, baby," you know, "Good night, baby." <laughs> you know, also don't like calling baby. Yeah, like, I don't like Casey the word doesn't baby. say "baby." Like he doesn't call me "baby" or "babe." So now that he's like calling my belly "baby," it's, it's weird. Just, yeah. That's your problem. That's that's a you issue. (laughs) Um, But I did tell Casey that my non-negotiable this time is I want to have our names figured out before going into the (laughs) hospital because I felt I felt pretty disconnected from Caden. I know that's normal. I know that can happen. I did not. I mean, he was right in the NICU from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. We weren't with him. We didn't name him. I was there with him, but you were. Yeah, elsewhere. So. That was hard, though, you know, not having a name and not feeling connected and then a really hard newborn phase. So um, those were the majority of the uh, baby questions. Some of them did go more in depth in terms of parenting, which I can definitely will go over a couple of them. Also, we got so many questions about sleep training and if we sleep, like how we feel about that. And we did do sleep training, but we never did the cry it out method. And I think that was what a lot of the questions were. Not nothing against people who did that. We just, thankfully, we did the zero to three month sleep mm-hmm. training, and it worked really well for us. And then the pers- the mama who actually helped us for a long time with Caden, uh, once he was like what nine months old, she helped us for about six months. She was the sleep consultant, so she paved the way for us. Like so clutch. Haley, bless your soul if you're listening to this. She just had a baby, awesome. so she is no longer running Congrats. her. Yeah, no longer. Yeah, her rainbow baby. Um, no longer running her company at this moment. But anyways, just wanted to get all that out there because I we haven't really addressed you and I together that we're pregnant and yeah. not finding out the gender. And this is potentially our last one. Mm-hmm. So most likely our last one. Yeah. So um, I mean, I mean, we know there's only one in there, right? Yes, we know there's okay. only one. <laughs> Okay, so to jump right on in, how do you keep your relationship exciting with work, chores, baby, and life in general happening? That's a great question. Send your <laughs> tips. Yeah. I feel like uh, we kind of just been, I don't know, flatlining a little bit. We have just been. Just coming out of my busy se- my busy season. Yeah. It's just been tough, and especially with a little man, and 
childcare is hard. Non-existent. I think what's important though from what we realize is like we recognize that and we actually talk about it a lot. Like Casey's saying we're flatlining. Like it doesn't trigger me. It doesn't make me frustrated or mad or sad. Like I even say, hey, we are so unbelievably routine. I talked about that in last week's episode, just how routine isn't bad, but we definitely feel like we could get better at keeping things exciting. Um, not going to lie, like I don't think we really have any tips right now for that personally. I think we're kind of in a season yeah. of like we're just coming out of our grind mode, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're thankful for everything. Sometimes I feel like grind can sound so negative, but like Casey has got done with his busy season and obviously me launching Brooklyn Grace has been nuts, but little things. Um, one of Caden's toys has like magnetic letters and like it's a whiteboard. And when Caden and I go to grab it sometimes, there's a new note on it. So it's like, that's that's a little, it's really like... Little things. I mean, yeah. it's really, if you do feel like you're in a rut or just, you know, like I said, flatlining, just I've, little things like that just to keep, you know, a little bit of energy and, you know, still thinking about you guys. and Yeah. You know, just can't wait to get home. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hard. I feel like sometimes Caden and I are paired together. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. oh, I miss you guys. It's not necessarily like, oh, I miss my wife or I miss my yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like you had time with him today to just mm. do a full daddy Sunday. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time we even did something like yeah. that. Yeah. Which I think is, I think that's a big thing, right? Like with kids or parents well, or whatever, I think we've been it's like good, separating. Doing pretty good about like getting out and like doing walks with little man and the yeah. pups and stuff. So I mean, that's kind of like our. But that's been two the last two weeks since yeah, you haven't worked true. the weekend. So yeah. I'm so sorry we're not the better. I can't yeah. give you better advice. I'm like okay, maybe we need to go figure this out. Um, okay, what advice would you give to a couple who are soon to be newlyweds? Oh, we. I actually just threw a bridal shower today and we did advice cards. And one thing I put on there is don't forget about the random Tuesday. And it's from a, it's a, I think, what's his name? Jake Scott. And it's a song called Tuesday. And it's about loving somebody on a Tuesday. And I just find that so meaningful. Um, And I might be like in my head thinking about the lyrics. I might not be making sense. But it's like, if you have a wedding coming up, you are planning and there's so much excitement, but also so much stress. But that almost. day is going to be so special. Yeah. But Leading then, up to it, you almost feel like you're just so concentrated on the wedding. You kind of for, not forget, but you kind of you, you start you still are in that relationship. Yeah. That you have to keep intact. And how do you like who do you show up as on that yeah. following Tuesday? Like, yeah. where is your love? And. I think so anyways on the advice card I wrote like don't forget about the random Tuesday because I think you know going back to the previous question how do you keep things exciting it's not waiting for the weekend or it's not waiting for the yeah. next date night because gosh with our life right now yeah, like they just don't have it into that typical like newlyweds <laughs> like yeah. yeah okay we're we're newlyweds and just you know like the air gets sucked out of the balloon and yeah because then you're you know, it's you yeah, know just, six months later well, like you always say always keep dating yeah that's something yeah we always when i say that like um never stop dating each other that doesn't necessarily mean to literally go on a date that mm-hmm. means like a co- check in with yourself here and there who do you show up as on your first date but then also, what are the little things at the beginning of dating that you love? And for me, it's... Simple texts. Yeah, simple texts that throughout the... Yeah, the notes that you put in the lunchbox yeah. or the... Casey takes a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and my little uh, peanut butter toast and yeah. the little minion He's container. a minion. I, I, haven't seen, I haven't watched minions until we had a child. I, and I had, had this thing forever. He has Since little, we moved back. Uh, I don't remember where I got it from, but I got him this little, like... Minion, know. like you can put it, like, a sandwich inside. Fits, yeah, and it he, fits perfectly, like in my lunchbox. If you if you say in your front pouch, in my front pouch. <laughs> and he takes. I can't put that in my wallet because my wallet's just way too. Yeah, what do they George call Costanza. George Costanza. How do you say it? George Costanza. Uh, he takes peanut butter toast every day. I'm sweating. I like. I don't know if I'm having a hot flash or what. I'm so hot right now. You're pregnant. I know I am. Um. So yeah, I think that those two questions definitely come together so never stop dating each other but again take that literally like you don't need to get all dressed up and fancy do that every once in a while like we do it a minimum of once a year which doesn't sound like a lot but a year flies sometimes like i don't know i don't know if there was a point where like after you got married did you feel like you were old 
Was I, no, was no. I supposed to? I no. Mean, I, mean, I think I'm I just... felt like I was adulting more than yeah, like... Yeah, I guess that's I'm... a better way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better way to say it. Like, not playing... Like, you feel like you're playing house, but yeah. then you're like, oh, whoa, this is real. Yeah. But yeah. I also feel like I, like, mentally am 23 years old. Yeah. I... But you have to flip those numbers. Exactly. Then. 32. Yeah. I'm not going to... Yeah, I can't flip mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I'm really filled. <laughs> Ah, me and more. Casey's closer to forty now than he Come is on, to thirty. Plenty of years ahead of you. Yes. Okay. Um, conversations. This is a great question. Conversations you have with one another that don't involve the baby or work. That is really hard because I feel like. <laughs> I think like that's like how we start off our conversation. Yeah, truly. Like, yeah. At the dinner table, it's like, you know, I kind of vent with how my work day slash week is going hey how's little man you you know keep me posted on like his naps and his eating and all that and then it leads into um you know what do we what do we have planned for the weekend and yeah but that is a good question because i feel like that's an easy one right like you check up on work check up on the day and then you put on a show like that's you know we eat dinner we check up on work check up on each other Mm -hmm. but i think sometimes and not that you want to like live in the past but i do think that we try and like not bring up things that we used to do but it was like sometimes I mean we haven't done it forever to be honest but there was a we typically will like pull out dominoes or pull out you know Yahtzee and like play a game and we do that sometimes in order to kind of get conversation going and I think that is such I think it's in my opinion people are not going to admit that like that's their life right like come home from work eat dinner together, mm. ha- clean up the toddler, talk about work, watch a show, go to yeah. bed. But, like, that is, right? And yeah, I, we, I mean, yeah, we do get in a routine. Yeah, and, and I, I don't ever want to make it seem like we aren't, in a, like, that we're, you know... I mean, we... I think one thing you and I is we love to laugh. So it's yeah, like, yeah. if Casey finds something he thinks is funny, he'll share it with me, and I think that's... Uh, that gets us into other conversations. Yeah. But it is hard, and, like, when we do have an intentional date night... We both say, like... Well, it doesn't help either with little man lasting about 10 minutes at the dinner table. And yeah. Then... Yeah. But, like, when we go on date night, we try and tell each other, like, oh, yeah, turn yeah, off yeah, the monitor yeah, notifications sure. and... For sure. Like, when we do our one night a year... Yeah, right. <laughs> one night a year, we, we talk. I know. Uh, we didn't... We, I surprised you. Or we surprised you with your brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I also think with us... Um, gosh, it sounds bad, you guys. I feel like we vent and, like, nag to each other kind yeah. of like if something is bothering us that's how we but get it's just, things yeah it's therapy you know, we're just getting it out yeah it's stuff that's been on our mind all day or yeah. all week and it's just you know i pretty much work in a truck that's my office <laughs> yeah really but it is really anybody. it is important to remember we talk about this all the time once our kids are gone right like i mean i really hope time doesn't go that fast what what does our marriage look like, right? Like, you can't live for your kids for 18 years and then not have each other. And we've always told each other to put our marriage first. So as much as, like, our hearts have grown so much for Caden, and I can't even imagine how much more they'll grow with this next little one, it does still come down to us. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we are going to sit down intentionally and have dinner. And little man needs to let mommy and daddy eat dinner. Like, yeah. this is our time together. So... Um, again, we are not being the best at advice, but I think it's important to know that sometimes the reality is just that yeah. couples struggle with that. Um, but we have, you guys, it might sound silly, but we've pulled up Pinterest before and just pulled up like yeah. quite like dating questions and they're fun. Like they're, yeah. they get you out of your comfort zone and you feel like if you're married to somebody or dating somebody for a long time, you would be comfortable about everything. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not like yeah. it definitely isn't so that's something like don't i don't know we've done that a few times and it's fun uh favorite part about being a parent favorite part just coming home like from work and just seeing you and little man just waiting to see me come through that door yeah he gets because then another question is your favorite thing about being a dad oh yeah so there's two just yeah just this crazy like how quick like these kids like pick up on things like one week he can you know put the square peg in the circle following week he's putting the square peg in the square hole like yeah i mean it's just i don't know like his 
watching mannerisms him. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> just watching like, him grow. Yeah, I and think- how much they literally like, like for instance, you talked about the other night when I was watching. Or a couple of weeks ago when I was watching UNC play. Oh my gosh, you did not even. Getting at the TV and yelling, and then he starts yelling. It's like, oh man, I gotta calm <laughs> yeah. down. It's not even Seahawks season yet. Yeah. I think so. for me, um, I've told you guys this a lot. I really struggle with grounding myself, and I feel like ever since becoming a parent, don't get me wrong, you guys know my first year was so hard. I really struggled with just like learning how to be a new mom and a wife and everything. But. My favorite thing has definitely been that if I'm having a hard day or if social media is taking me into a space, a headspace I don't want to be in, you have this little human that grounds you that like in a way I can't even explain. I mean, they look at you and you're in this alter universe of what the heck, like you are real and Uh here and you're innocent and kind and full of love and joy and everything that we would hope the world would be. But that's just not a reality. And so to ground yourself in this little human that is all of those things. And it kind of has taught me to relearn emotions because they do just elicit pure happiness and pure joy. And those are things that I think I overlook a lot. Like I just let the day go by and it's like, oh, okay. Was I ever aware of a moment where I was feeling overly happy or overly joyful? And you just see it in them. You see the opposite side as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, these next two questions are for you. Best best piece of, of oh my goodness. <laughs> best piece of dating advice for a single lady. Best piece of dating advice for a single lady. Um the person has to make you laugh. Yeah. I feel. I feel like you were a hard one. Not to laugh, but like I feel like I would have needed this question. Like somebody give me a tip for this guy. Yeah. Like, what is it about you? Because you're hard. If I wasn't persistent, we wouldn't be together. Probably not. So be persistent. <laughs> no, that's just that. I feel like there's a very fine line of being persistent and being, like, needy. Um, just, like, don't come on so hard. Like, you, there's no need to come on hard. Like, because then it just feels like you are... I don't know, like, yeah, what's the word? I'm trying to be PG here. Well, I mean, I feel like it'd be like you're needy or you're yeah, obsessive. Yeah, or... yeah, exactly, obsessive. That That's a better word. Yeah, just, yeah, don't come on too hard. Be obsessive, almost. What did you look for in women? Because, like, I feel like when it comes to advice, it's like, obviously be yourself. But, like, was you there something? You just have simple conversation and where there's no, like, radio silence. Yeah. You know? That's when you can just literally shoot the shit for, you know, where you you shoot the shit so much where you lose track of time. Yeah. Like, oh my God, we were at dinner and we blew through our dinner and it's like time to go. Like, holy hell. You can know? I preface this, you guys, though? Because, mind you, this is how we started. Like, we were best friends and we would all of a sudden look at the clock and it's 5 a.m. and it's like, oh my gosh, I need to drive the water ski boat mm-hmm. or the sun would be coming up. And so there, but there wasn't pressure because we, we weren't, trying to like start a relationship but then here we are in a relationship doing a road trip okay this guy we we drove the entire west coast mute like here i am talking to myself and i'm like we have had every conversation under the sun i take a greyhound back oh my gosh i was like does he not talk and that was where i think i <laughs> talk no he sleeps though that's for sure <laughs> yeah but you drove the whole time but that was something that I feel like for us, I then, when we started dating, got really nervous because I was like, wait, we're not having the same conversations. What's going on? Why are things not flowing yeah. the same? But when you are not trying to make somebody see a certain side of you or learn something about you, when you're genuinely just yourself, it's like your friends, yeah. right? You can. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the pretty much the, yeah, just. Being yourself, because in the end, if you do, you know, if things progress with the, the relationship, whatever, you're after your first date, and then the other person sees a different side of you, of like, wait, this isn't the first, this isn't the person that I've met yeah. on the first date. Because then I had to learn also, was like... Don't have an alter ego. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I had to also figure out that, like, you, we both, you have to learn to appreciate silence. Yeah. Like, 
you know, what is it where like you can enjoy each other's company but in mm-hmm. silence? Like that was the first time us on the road trip. Yeah, I was like, true. is everything okay? And he, you were like, I'm totally fine. Like yeah. I'm enjoying this so much. And in my head, I was like, you're not talking. <laughs> and thankfully, I knew him because if that had been the first experience, I would have been like, what the heck? Like this yeah. guy is not continuing conversation. But you were real. I mean, I'm going to chime in with the advice thing because you were really good about you had a lot of girls coming after you and you you could literally smell fake from mm-hmm. you did not put up with and it, it was so weird because you weren't um you just didn't give somebody the attention it wasn't like you were a mean person it wasn't yeah. like you led them on you just genuinely were like so kind to them but you didn't give them any more interest yeah. well just especially in the environment that we're in it's like yeah how long is this I mean really how long is it gonna last yeah you know I also think it's one thing too we have to be more open minded I think that in today's dating world you don't learn as much about somebody right away yeah like it's definitely more of you can look on their profiles but like you don't really know somebody so like I don't know ask the hard questions which Casey wouldn't have answered nope non-communicator okay Casey, what is something you wish Carly could see, think about herself the way you do? Oh, you're on the spot. Say it again. What is something you wish Carly could see or think about herself the way you do? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, right? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say the right answer. I know. <laughs> Um, Best piece of advice, answer the questions correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to read her note card. She's telling me what to say here. Hold on oh, one BS. <laughs> um, I would say, I mean, you're such like, you're such like a, a just like a beautiful soul mm-hmm. to where like it's, it's amazing how many people come to you for advice in a way and like I have I have you know I have friends and stuff and you know come to advice but I mean not nearly to where there's so many people from our different friend groups that they may be a lot closer with me but they somehow are attracted like they you, they gravitate towards you for advice and just like the way you have such great things to say and just experience in um, so I would say, yeah, you're just, in the end, just a beautiful soul where, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and, like people open up to you. Like probably a lot of people that would, it's like you, you kind of relate it to me. I'm like, wow, well, I feel, I feel like I'm out of the circle, <laughs> you know, it's like, so, but I think that's pretty cool because, you know, they're that comfortable to come to you and, you know, say, hey, this is, like talk to you like a best friend. Yeah. You know, even though you may not be their best friend. That means a lot. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Makes yeah. me proud. Oh, Because I don't have to deal with it. No. Oh, <laughs> and you sure. ruin it right there. <laughs> I had him for a moment. I had the heartfelt. You can edit that if you want. <laughs> no, it's okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay, what struggles have you had in marriage and how did you overcome them? We've had a lot. Yeah. Um, in good ways though I feel like one thing I love about our relationship is with each step of our relationship we've gotten deeper and closer yeah I would say we're getting getting to know each other more and more it's like I mean yeah we're living with each other but it's like okay how is he when he comes home from a bad day of work yeah yeah we had bad days like in Club Mad and stuff like that but this is like the real world yeah you know there's so many other factors that can fall in yeah you know and that goes back to the newlywed question. I mean, really, we, like, once we got engaged, it broke down more walls. Then once we got married, it broke down more walls. Yeah. It made the conversations more in-depth. It made the conversations harder. Mm-hmm. It made a lot of adulting and <laughs> getting yeah. older. It made, you know, just reality became harder. Um, and so I think for us, our struggles have come from communication barriers. yeah, yeah. But I would say... Because I'll admit, I'm not the best communicator. But you've gotten but you, so yeah, much but better. Yeah, exactly. Because I've, you know, gotten it out of me. I've, like, 
taught myself like okay just take a breather get your thoughts all in order and instead of just kind of blurting out like the first instinct of like yeah no it wasn't my fault like I didn't leave the garbage open. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys, our damn garbage has been left open multiple it's times. Just so much easier. And I'll like take Caden for a walk. A baby proof. Everything is baby proof in this damn house. <laughs> so he leaves it open. <laughs> Chevy t- takes the whole damn garbage out. It's all over. So you're telling me since when I left work, you didn't throw anything away? No. You're gonna put the furbo onto the garbage <laughs> <Yeah>. can. <laughs> Just aim it right over there. Um, but I will say, like, raw and real, our first eight months of parenting were probably the hardest of our entire yeah, yeah, marriage. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. we had gotten to such a great place in our marriage, and I, it was like, I mean, I would never say, like, divorce was on the table, yeah. but it was, I mean, that was never even... Like, became, I would say, irritated of one another, probably yeah. at times. I would say, like, our our ability to communicate, neither of us knew how we were feeling. Yeah. So we couldn't even communicate. It wasn't even, like, and Our I didn't know. focus was on, like, baby when it should have been, you know, on, on all of us. How do we share this responsibility? Yeah. Or, But then how do you share that responsibility? And there's things that, like, you're just going to have to know that are going to be hard. Yeah. But, like. And you gotta you know you gotta go into it knowing that you're gonna get irritated with your significant other. For like sure. there's gonna be times where it's just gonna You're sleep deprived. Like. Yeah. You're a total zombie and emotions are gonna come up, build up. Just let them out. Yeah. Let it, let it pan out. And, and it wasn't until it. I voiced how I needed help. Because yeah, yeah. as a mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot Definitely, on you. Yeah, moms speak up. Because yeah. us men, we I mean, we don't I mean we can read all the books in the world and when it's time to you know game time like it's we're kind of just the follower in a way yeah like and then you just tell us what like i don't know i'm speaking for myself i guess but for me it's like you tell me what i need to do like step by step done i got it i think also like with that like how did we overcome them so it's funny because we're leaving on vacation tomorrow and a year ago we went on a vacation and that was eight months after we had kaden and it was like i can vividly remember this feeling of like so much pressure riding on that vacation because I needed it to go perfectly for us to remember who we were mm-hmm. and where our relationship stemmed from. And it was just this like toxic feeling, if that makes sense. Cause like, I mean, TMI, but you can be intimate in the bedroom and like not be connecting. Mm-hmm. And that's where like we were at this place where it was just like, okay, we have this background of being best friends. Yeah. We know our husband and wife. We're clearly great teammates. Like we're doing fine with raising a, a kid but there was such lack of connection and just almost like it's you know I'd question like is he still in love with me and like you can say the words I love you but it was both of us just mm-hmm. like kind of passing like two two ships passing in the night kind of a thing yeah. like we're so close and we're on that same you know inlet but like mm-hmm. you have to yeah, one, have that like hey this needs to yeah. like well, that's exactly because, like, for me, it would have been like, oh, everything seems cool. I'm, you know, yeah. we're solid. Our relationship is strong. But again, the communicative part of the relationship of the marriage is just got to say it. Yeah. Because you don't want to just yeah. be fine. Like, I I don't want to be married and be like, oh, we're happy. It's like, you're going to go through ebbs and flows, but I want to always strive to be madly in love. And like I said, it was eight months of us struggling, guys, and we've only been married for three years. So, like, at the time that we only married for two years. So you take what two or, you know, a third of Mm -hmm. that. But I just think that, um, acknowledging those struggles, but also working through to figure out what, like I've told you guys, you know, many times when you're struggling or when you're feeling a certain way, try and figure out the why behind it. So like, why Mm -hmm. did I feel like I needed more out of us? And what was that going to be? What was that going to look like? Was it, you know, an act of service was it more date nights was it physical touch like what was it going to be but for me it was just genuinely like I needed to look into his eyes and know that when we talked and communicated we were both like like this Mm -hmm. like actually talking and actually hearing each other it wasn't just I don't know I think that's another thing to go back to the very beginning of this whole podcast like when you do talk to each other even if it's about work talk to each other talk with each other like 
sit down and have a conversation and ask yourself, are you just taking bites at dinner in between that person telling you about work and you're just letting them vent? Or are you actually taking part in their conversation? Mm -hmm. Because you can really connect just through conversations with your kids or about work Mm -hmm. if you're actually talking. I feel like that's something we've... It's like put the show on pause, you know? Yeah. Talk. Um, Okay, just a couple more. Uh, And then we are going to do another one and I can get updated. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I feel Casey is pretty private. Does he ever get upset with how much you share with us? First of all, I love that they say us because that makes me feel like it's (laughs) a community. Um, Do I ever get what? Um, It says, I feel Casey is pretty private. Does he ever get upset with how much you share with us? Oh, not at all. No. You've put your, like, I asked if we could do YouTube and you said no. Like, you've put your, like, I would rather, you know, not share everything. Yeah. I mean, I think you're pretty good about it. Like, you don't. I don't have a problem. But again, I don't know what you put on, like... He doesn't have social media, so... Like, if you're not on my Twitter feed, you're not in my Michael Jordan highlights and stuff, and I don't have have any idea what you do. But I think in life I'm an open book, But I would hear it from my friends. Like, if if there was something, like, you know, shady or... Not shady, I'm like, something that... Is too much. Too much. Or, you know, like, oh, she got this on video, and she, you know... I would be like, okay, what, what, what exactly are we? Are yeah. you getting more followers? Is that the thing? Okay, <laughs> no, but um, no, I don't. I, I'm definitely a private guy. Like I, I'm pretty yeah. low key. I'm not really into. But you're also not opposed media. to me being an open book when it yeah, comes yeah. to like well, emotions. One of us has got to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> this day and age. <laughs> I know. You're a lot better at it than I am. I know. I also feel like I'm a lot of you guys who do follow me on Instagram, and a lot of you who listen to my podcast. I think you can read between the lines because I open up so much here. Whereas I think a lot of people yeah. who just watch my stories on Instagram, they don't know everything, right? So like they might see it, but they don't know like, oh, she told us about this last yeah. week in this episode. And so I like, just, and I just know how much that you offer and how your advice is just—it's it's amazing, and you're helping, you know, others out there. And so I know that's kind of your main—that I know that is your main goal. Yeah. Um, so I put it out in the universe last week that I would do uh, public speaking at some point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hell I told yeah. them. And I was like, what if I did like a little conference of some sort? That'd be nails. I know. I think we'd be cool. Um, and I appreciate that you like see that stuff because that's, like I said, obviously my ultimate goal is helping others because mm-hmm. I feel like I've needed help on my yeah. journey. And I, and just I feel like it so helps long. you when you do talk. Yeah, it does. 100%. Um, okay. Two more, I think, that I'm gonna do. This is a great question. How's the difference of religious backgrounds? Ever, has the difference of religious backgrounds ever caused problems in your marriage? Um, I wouldn't no. say problems. Probably say problems. No, I would say roadblocks, kind yeah. of like we're now trying to navigate, like what with what we'll do with Caden, kind of. I know for me, I would prefer to do like non-denominational, just so then everybody's appeased Mm. if that's the right term but like Casey did grow up Catholic and like and I think we're still trying to figure that out but I think we're both individually still trying to figure out yeah I mean we're not neither of us are in like a consistent routine of yeah practicing which is bad I know but we both have like we both read our devotionals every day and like Casey prays every day and for me I think I've shared it with you guys I'm definitely more about faith and morals than a religious title but that's also because I always felt very displaced via a religious title being from a small town being jewish no i mean i loved being jewish but it was just something that nobody knew what hanukkah was nobody knew what dreidel was no like my mom would come into school to teach and i just felt very i felt like an outsider and so i think for me it was really hard to have this title that then i was judged for which nobody even knew what it was and i just and that's the world right that's society religion is a big it's a powerful and I mean for me I've learned you know more about the you know the Jewish yeah Jewish side of you yeah I mean that's I mean that's definitely eye opening for yeah. me it's a we're a mixed family though my yeah, mom's yeah. Jewish my dad's Christian Casey's mom's Catholic like we've we come from a very mixed family mm-hmm. but so I wouldn't say problems but I would say we were we're definitely at a current roadblock because we feel like church could be a great thing for our family 
Um, but what does that look like? But we're, we talk about it. Like we're, mm-hmm. We have open discussions and we have Caden pray before dinner and, yeah. you know, like we're teaching him those things. And um, I just think for me, it's really hard with titles. I think any title these days is just... Pray for the pups, yeah. He does right. pray for the pups, yeah. It's cute. He'll sit down at dinner and just put his hands together and like look at both of us like, yeah. who's going to initiate it? Um, okay. How long did it take after marriage to find an intimate routine schedule? We talked about this yeah. a lot. <clears throat> I feel like, and I mean, you can chime in. I'm, I think that that, just so like whoever did ask or anybody listening, I think there's a lot of expectations placed on newlyweds, placed on marriage mm-hmm. to be going after it all the time or okay. whatever it may be. I think that there's a healthy amount, but I think it's also having that conversation with each other. I have some friends who the males wanted X amount of days a week. The women's wanted X yeah. amount of days a week. And the quota you got to hit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it really though. Like, yeah. um, but it can also feel like pressure. pressure. Yeah. Pressure. Um, and I know for us, we've had seasons where, yeah, we've definitely got into our fair share of, you know, just offers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a waste of a week. No, I think that what's hard is you go into it and you hear what your other friends are doing or um, what's expected from maybe a therapist or a book that you're reading. Um, I do think, I personally think weekly intimacy is important. For sure. But I also think it there's difference between, like I said, you can be intimate in the bedroom and it's not necessarily intimacy. So I think for us, we were struggling on just like the connection level mm. so it was kind of like I mean when you're married in my opinion it's not always just like going at it like rabbits in yeah. a way it's like you have to have some form of connection and I think when you're maybe unhappy personally or especially as newlyweds right like you're trying to figure out that routine of no longer being newlyweds or like excited yeah. for the wedding it's like oh wait this is the rest of our life Oh, yeah, I'm done. All right, well, see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, So for us, I would definitely say we've had, gosh, I wouldn't say like there's a timeline of how long it took, but it was a lot of conversations. There was times when I know I felt like it made me feel validated, like I was not secure in myself. So it was like, oh, if he doesn't want to do this tonight, is it because I'm not attractive enough or is it because I'm not – Especially with yeah. like pregnancy, and we, yeah. And us men, like, we would, yeah, we we think about that. We're like, shoot, she probably thinks like I don't love her, or you know, I'm just too effing tired. Like, but yeah, that's like the worst that we want you to feel. It's like, oh, he doesn't love me. Yeah, but then vice versa. I think there's a lot of pressure on men yeah. to like, you guys are supposed to yeah. be the ones that like want to go after it seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's where my head was. I was yeah. always like wait, isn't this what you are supposed to want three times a day, seven <laughs> days a week? And that's, I, I think... I work to do, girl. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just meet you in the yard. <laughs> but I think that that was our struggle is like we both... I don't think we'd ever been in relationships where like it was a communication aspect. Like intimacy was just like a... That might sound odd, but like... For me, it wasn't um, a healthy conversation to have. And so I just assumed, like, it had to be as much as possible to be, like, a healthy relationship when there actually was no connection. Um, So we're three years in, and I would say that, like, we're now probably at a good place of, like, I don't know, like a quote-unquote intimate routine. Like, it's both of us feel comfortable initiating it, if that makes sense. I, I didn't always feel comfortable initiating like, we didn't know each other's P's and Q's. And saying that, even after six years of dating, there was just so many changes in our relationship. It was Club Med to yeah. moving home. And even in Club Med, it's like... Living next door to your parents. <laughs> yeah. Like, Casey, for a while, was like, champ, your parents are next door. And I was like, yes, in a whole another home. <laughs> like, oh, uh, but... underhand a rock over to the window. <laughs> yeah, he was like, wait, your, our windows are open. I was like, no, they're not. Like, calm down. So, um... I think, you know, we, we had to re-figure it out after we had Caden. And as a woman, I think if we're not comfortable in our skin, that gets in the way. Um, so I would say if you are struggling with that, 
check in with your communication. Like it's awkward to have those conversations, you guys. And again, going back to Pinterest, we've asked each other like intimate Pinterest questions. Like you have to continue to learn and grow with each other. Sometimes it's the most awkward conversations that actually help out the relationship. Yeah. Because in the back of the mind, it's, you know, in the back of your mind for a reason. Yeah. you know, something needs to be talked about or brought up. Yeah. But I think intimacy, it's such a taboo topic and it's such a fine line for me because sometimes when people are too open and too over the top, it makes me feel uncomfortable because then I'm like, shoot, are we supposed to be on that level or am yeah. I supposed to be on that level or am I supposed to be that intimately connected with myself? And then I have... And it's not like if you... If one of the other is feeling the pressure, then it makes that person want to just kind of even push away even more. Yeah. Exactly. Like expectations kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say, you know, whatever routine it is that you're trying to figure out, like keep it fun. Um, I know for us, like that took us a long time to feel comfortable with like keeping it fun and different. And, um, but again, it's not necessarily like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I see people on like, are there's their stories or they'll share. And I'm just like, Oh, is that how is that how it's supposed to be? Yeah. Or is like, and then you get wrapped up in like. As long as you, I mean, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, with the social media and stuff, you see that. But as long as you and your partner are on the same level, are on the same page. Yeah. I mean, as long as your needs are being met. Exactly. As long as your needs are being important. met. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times that when we talk on this podcast, it's, it comes down to the communication aspect of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowing that with each level of the relationship, you're going to get more and more comfortable or closer on certain things and other things are going to get further away. I just think that's, you know, inevitable. Um, But I think... Okay, one more. I was going to say. Let's do one more. Okay. Oh, somebody said, not a question, but the way you two look at each other. Mm. Um, Do you put my face out on social media? Do I what? <laughs> no. Um. Somebody asked how I got how I got your nickname Amore. That just me Amore. I don't know. How did? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because you're Mexican. So I, I don't know if I said me Amore for Spanish or Cancun. Maybe. I don't know. I came up with me Amore, or I didn't come up with it. I don't know. How I started uh, calling it. I never, like, even in previous relationships, didn't do, like, babe or baby or anything. So it wasn't, like, something you know, that... I hated. Yeah, yeah you I hated, hated that. Baby. Um, gosh, there's so many. Uh, okay, last one. How do you deal with disagreements in parenting? I feel like that could also, anybody who's not a parent, how do you deal with disagreements in general? How do you deal with disagreements? Just try and have an open mind and see why that other like why you're thinking that way yeah like what gives you like what is your reason behind your thinking and then i'll go with mine yeah i think with parenting um or this is how i was brought up or this is how you know well can we meet in the middle yeah <laughs> i think with the parenting like like we had we had a lot of conversations before we had Caden with like punishment and you know what our what we were thinking but then now it's been more of like okay what's our goal mm-hmm. with punishing him or you know this activity we want to do with him it's more and I don't even want to use the word punishment because we really don't he's not at the age where he should be punished in my opinion but understanding yeah. danger and whatever so I think with disagreements with parenting um I think I okay I'm gonna say this but I don't think we have a lot of disagreements because I am with Caden yeah. so much more. Yeah, I, can, I can agree with that. So for me, it's more of, hey, I this noticed he was works. doing this today. Yeah. How do you feel? This is kind of what I did. Like, this are you okay if this is how we go about it? So kind of just like... Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, you're pretty spot on with that. I just feel like I don't do anything. I don't ever... One thing we learned very early on was I never have told him how to parent. Yeah. It's never been, hey, I noticed this. Like, this is what we're going to do. It's always... Hey, I heard you were struggling there with giving him the diaper or whatever. Keaton hates his changing table. And I'll be like, I figured out today he really likes this mm. while whatever. Sure, sure shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say right now, the main disagreement we've had is about the pacifier. I was just going to say. Casey hates the pacifier. 
and I do not disagree on this. We need to get to a point where it's only used in the crib. However, we knew we had this vacation coming yeah. up, and I didn't want to break it. We started talking about it, what, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago? Like, okay, we need to do this. And I was like, I don't want to break it, and then it comes back into the circle on vacation, and then we have to do it again. So that's been our biggest one. Like, Casey literally will. Something will happen. I'm like, just give him his damn pacifier. <laughs> and, like, that will create an argument between us because – He's like, no, he's fine. Like, he can handle it without it. Oh, I forgot about the passy. That is you. Yeah. That's been our biggest one as of the last, like, two months. And not that we're on different pages on it. It's just I don't see a, as much of a problem with it. And not even, like, you see it's a problem. You just think that, like, he's ready to move on. Like, he's yeah, capable he's, of it. He's big enough now where he's, yeah. he doesn't need that thing. Yeah. And For think, sleep, think, though, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for, I'll throw a whole handful in there. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Um, that was so funny the night. But even like today when we went to the spring game, man, he just, I just would try and yank it out and just like, you know, people around. It's like, gosh dang it. But the kid drooled so, I mean, he had the ones that were like, you know, like eight inches long that stuck to his sweatshirt. So you had to do like the hand swipe to get, what, get it away. What? Just like, bro, man. You were embarrassed. I, yeah, I mean, no, I wasn't embarrassed. It's just like, yeah, he's a drooler. Yeah. I, I definitely, I agree. That's what our biggest thing is, um, the pacifier. So I think our disagreements come from uh, when transitions come like, Hey, we're going to transition from three naps to two naps or two naps to one nap or whatever. And then it's like how we go about doing it sometimes is a disagreement. But, um, yeah, I would say it's similar to marriage. It's just kind of like, we're going to have differences. We're not going to be on the same page for everything similar to the religious, you know, like there's things that is always going to be a conversation. Um, but parenting styles I do. And I'm going to just one last thing. I have a friend right now and she's a newborn and her and her husband, I guess, have different parenting styles and, uh, like one of them doesn't mind using a pacifier. The other one's very, very against it. Um, same with like if you're breastfeeding or whatever, try and be open to having these conversations. You can maybe understand like, do you have any, like the, you know, with our next kiddo coming, it's like, Hey, do we want to try X, Y, and Z? first before doing this because now that we have a kiddo we can kind of figure things out but I just think it's important to you can't go into it blindly even now like we're at that point where we aren't punishing Caden we've already had conversations of what would that look like for us like for us it's definitely gonna be more conversation based than certain techniques or um parenting styles yeah so yeah any, anything you want to chime in on before we end this? Uh, I love these podcasts. Yeah. I feel like it helps us communicate so even more. I love them. Um, so you should probably invite me on more often. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Are you kidding me? It's like <laughs> December 7th. This is how long it's taken us? It was 30. Yeah, it was 30. You're 36. You weren't yeah. quite 37. No, not quite mature yet. But no, I love these things and awesome questions. I love them because, I mean, she just she's literally just reading them off her phone so I'm like, i don't have time to think about them so sorry for the delayed you know answers but i mean it's great questions so it's fun i like doing this yeah me too as always you guys know how much i appreciate you and obviously it's been um a huge gap between me asking you these questions so what we will try and do is all after you guys have heard this it might you know um bring up more questions you might have and also if there's ever a topic that you just want to be like hey can you guys talk on this uh we just were talking about it before we would be more than happy to just kind of choose one specific thing and ramble on and chat um but whatever wherever you are at in your relationship or your dating life or anything i think both of us like just know i mean i absolutely love our relationship and love our marriage and i love our story but we both had very um, I don't want to say difficult, but we both had in, you know, very in-depth pasts of relationships and things leading up to us meeting each other. And it has not been rainbows and butterflies since we've gotten together. It's been something that has been worth fighting for and Definitely. worth communicating <clears throat> over. And I think that's what it stems from, whether it is intimacy issues, whether it is communication issues, whether it is different love languages. Um, it needs to be something that you want to put the effort into. And it, just because it's hard 
you guys know I say like I fear hard work. Hard doesn't mean that it's wrong, but also don't force it. If you're trying to force something and you're just like, oh, I just want this to fit yeah. the mold. Um, we both, I think, have been there before. Like you just think that it's going to work because it's supposed to in your head according to your age or, you know, the way that it fits your your family life or your current everyday life. Um, just know that like no matter what relationship you're in, it's going to be hard. But it's at the end of the day, like like I said last week, you know, putting your head on the pillow and reaching over and like touching that person's arm and it just grounds you. Like whether or not they're awake or anything and you're just like, okay, this is my reality. This is where I'm at. Like, you know it's it's kind of about those moments in my opinion but relationships are hard and um put in the work yeah and don't let them value you or like you know what i mean place a value on you i think that's a big thing when if you are single or married um they don't define you and they don't you know place you get to place your own value on yourself so just let yourself grow with them and become a better version of yourself or a better version of yourself in your dating life and all of that um that yeah, that's all. Put. So you want to sign us out? I will. Make it a great day. Catch you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.